0: Welcome to r pro revenge where this man gets revenge on a brazilian thief who steals his wife's precious necklace by tracking him down and making him give it back A thief robbed me in brazil. He didn't know who he was messing with about a year back I was on a vacation in brazil with my lovely wife on account of our third wedding anniversary It was a magnificent experience all in all. We wandered at the beaches of Copacabana at night, watched foot volley and played it sometimes too. We stayed in lavish hotels in Rio de Janeiro. Sightseeing, witnessing the glory of the Christ the Redeemer statue and visiting the Maracanã Stadium are only a few of the fun things we did there. Before I begin my story, Brazil is a wonderful place, I tell you only that it wasn't that fortunate for us, at least on our first trip there. It was a bright romantic morning and my wife and I were taking a quiet stroll down on the boulevard. I'm not sure if it was too early in the morning, but for some reason, there weren't many people there that day, neither of us paid attention to that though. We were chatting casually about random things like where we go next and which Brazilian dish should we be eating for lunch, when suddenly a man came to stand right in front of us. We stopped in our tracks, terrified he was wearing dark clothes there were metallic chains around his wrists and he heavily smelled of alcohol and cigarettes my wife instinctively clutched my arm in fear i was just as anxious about the whole situation the look on that man's face after all wasn't pleasant and i knew what was coming next just as i'd feared he lifted his jacket to show us the gun that he was hiding under it His eyes were dead serious, like he'd shoot us if we made a noise or tried to be clever. Then he took out a plastic bag from his pocket, shoved it in my direction and said, put all your money in this bag. I didn't want to risk my life or my wife's, so I quietly reached my wallet in my back pocket, took it out and handed it over to him. He opened it up to check how much money it had. I was in a foreign country, so of course I had plenty of it. He smirked and shoved it inside the bag. Then he turned to my wife. Now, lady, whatever is in your purse, drop it. My wife gave me a frightened look and I nodded at her, telling her to do as he said. She did. Then he asked for our phones and for the watch I was wearing, and we gave him everything. But then he crossed the line, asking for the necklace my wife was wearing. It was the one that I'd gotten her for our anniversary, and there was no way I was letting him take it. So I stepped in hey man we've given you everything he took out the gun then and pointed it towards my wife and you better than to say anything at this point reluctantly my wife handed him the necklace too and he ran away after that it was nerve-wracking my wife was a little emotionally unstable for the next few days we went to the local police but they refused to do anything about it saying stuff like that happens all the time here anyway it was time for us to fly back home I sent my wife back and told her that I needed to stay for a few more days regarding some things related to work. But in reality, though, I decided to go after that thug and get back what was mine. He was unfortunate to have crossed me since he didn't know I operated an underworld mafia back in New Mexico, and all I needed was his whereabouts and status to get to him. Finding info on him wasn't too hard, considering that I'd seen his face. My father was a retired FBI officer, and his sources and connections still obviously worked. A few phone calls here and there, and I had his name, potential whereabouts, and data. According to the resources, he was the younger brother of a small gang mafia leader in Rio. They would usually commit street theft and burglary, get involved with drugs, and do the usual thug stuff, as my father had said. They had multiple hideouts in the city, and the thief had many accomplices. Getting involved alone meant getting your butt kicked even for someone like me. So I picked up my phone and connected with some of my dealers in the city and called two of my most competent men back home to get here immediately. They landed a day later and the arms that I'd asked from the dealers arrived just in time too. It took some time to pinpoint his location, but we eventually did. Dressed as street thugs ourselves, we found him at a nightclub one night and followed him to the local beach. had a few drinks at the local beach bar and flirted with some women there. We were only there to observe him, as we had decided to do so for the first few days. It was his usual routine, and we found out some things about him from sheer observation. He was a good drinker with great alcohol tolerance, good at beach volleyball, and he had a very short temper that would get him into many little physical fights. The last one was our trump card. So, My henchman and I crossed him one of the following nights when he was drunk at the bar and angry. Nothing much, one of us just bumped into him and he did the rest. There was some verbal fighting first, which turned into a little fist fight until his dudes came by to drag the two of us back to their car. It was two of us and two of them in his maserati the car ride was unusually quiet with only the thief boy bickering about his power and reach and how they were going to pull our brains out once we reach a destination his speech met a very satisfying halt once the car got stopped by a trailer truck that stood blocking the road it was 2 a.m and quite dark with no functional street lights in that area They'd taken the quieter road to avoid the police, after all. The thief was furious to see that, and yelled at his underling, who was in the driving seat. Who the F is this guy? Go and check it out. Tell him to move his butt. He did as he was told to. Except for the headlights of the car, there was no other source of illumination. When the underling didn't return for a good 10 minutes or something, the thief stepped out of the car himself, frustrated and refusing to pay heed to us in the back seat, which ironically served us well. My other partner, who hadn't accompanied us to the beach, came out to us from the back and handed a pistol over to each of us. I unlocked the doors once the thug was far enough away. The trailer was our doing, and the missing underling was lying at the back of the truck with his limbs bound by ropes and mouth taped, courtesy of my right-hand man. The thief was halfway to the truck when he saw us getting out of the car, and instinctively, he reached for the gun on his side which was no longer there since I'd removed it during our beach fights and left it at the bar. When he came to understand that he was doomed and turned around to run, I had already aimed my gun at him and shot him on his leg. It was only fair after he threatened to shoot my wife when I tried negotiating with him before. Now he was lying on the road, clutching his leg and wincing in pain. Screaming and cursing. Ah, ah, who the F are you guys? That's when I walked up to him and stared down at his miserable face. Then I spoke. Hey, long time no see. Who the heck are you? That hurt my feelings. You don't remember the people you rob and point guns at their wives when they're trying to enjoy a good, nice vacation? That's when he realized who I was, since the incident happened not too long ago. You? It made sense why he was screaming. I was pointing my gun at him and saying, I'll let you live if you bring me back all the things you stole from me that morning. My henchman brought him his phone from the car and I continued to instruct him. Call anyone you need, but one wrong move and you'll find these bullets in your brain. He was sniffing as he dialed a number with shivering fingers. A few minutes later, a man came by with all the things that were stolen from me and my wife. I left him there and me and my men drove back to our place. Got changed, and took the next flight back home. Of course, my wife was happy to see me bring back her necklace. I lied to her saying that it's a duplicate of the one stolen, keeping my side business a secret. On the other hand, my mind and soul were content with the revenge I'd taken. Thugs should research who they plan on robbing beforehand. And there we go. That is the end of the first story in this video. Before I even comment on it, before I even give my opinions, first of all, I want you guys to get down in the comments below And answer this question. Was this story real? Yeah, simple as that. Do you reckon this really happened or do you think it was fake? Comment down below. I'm interested to hear your initial thoughts. All right, have you commented down below yet? Just check in, make sure you do because to be honest, I know this story is fake because I paid for it on Fiverr. That's right. This is part two to the fiverr series that i'm doing guys comment down below now you can edit your comments if you like did i get you or did i not were you right or wrong if you have no idea what i'm talking about then you may not have seen my video from the other day i'm not even gonna bother explaining it just click here right now i button watch it first of all it's also linked in the description and the pinned comment that will explain everything that's going on right now if you're a little bit you know confused but yeah i'll be honest i paid 40 pounds for that story that cost me 40 pounds that story of revenge was it worth it i'm not sure so look who knows if any of you were fooled i'm not completely sure that i would have been to be honest but hey did i get any of you were you expecting it i'm not sure i have to see what the comments are saying what i do know is reddit's reaction though that was very interesting okay so here you can see i have posted this story onto r slash pro revenge i did it three days ago it has zero upvotes uh and it also got removed because it includes a felony, which is not allowed on r pro revenge apparently. But anyway, that doesn't matter because it had enough time to get a little bit of traction. As I'll show you, 10% upvoted. Now, let's just have a look at some of the comments here. How many times did you jerk off while writing this? Nice story. Hey dad, I can't see you real good. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Right. And then that's an awesome story that totally happened. Safe to say the internet didn't buy this one at all like not even close now that was the first story in today's episode and clearly you know it didn't really fool anyone uh not even one person but hey that was just the first story let's move on to the second story that i paid for okay so this next one cost me 25 pounds so a little cheaper than the first let's see if it's believable out me as gay in front of our whole school i'll destroy your life it had been 10 years but jack still wasn't over what had happened Every night when he closed his eyes, he could hear the awful chance they would throw his way. Jack was only 15 when he realized that he was slightly different to the other boys in his classes. He didn't pine over the popular girls or spend hours looking at models on Instagram. He wasn't like that at all. He was more focused on getting to know the boys at the back of the room or searching quizzes on Google, repetitively searching the same thing. Am I gay? Despite how many times he tried to convince himself that he liked girls, he couldn't hide who he was. It wasn't that he was ashamed of it. He knew that it was nothing to be ashamed of. It was completely normal. His parents would be supportive. He didn't doubt that for a second. They'd always supported him in every decision that he'd made. It was the kids at school that worried him. He didn't know how they'd react to the news, or how they would treat him once they found out. He decided almost instantly that it wasn't smart to come out straight away. The boys at school threw around the word gay like it was a simple insult. A slight ache made its way through his chest every time somebody got upset over being called gay. He felt like he was the one thing nobody wanted to be. Every time a girl would flirt with him, every time somebody asked him who he was taking to the dance, every time his family asked him if he had a girlfriend yet... He felt himself drifting further and further from who he truly was. He was bored of staying in a shell. He needed to speak to someone and he needed to do it soon. He called his best friend that night. It was finally time to get everything he'd been feeling out into the open. What's all this about? Liam asked. Liam and Jack had been friends for years. Despite being polar opposites, they'd always gotten along Liam was captain of the football team, whereas Jack was more into books than he'd ever be into sports. I need to talk to you, Jack said nervously, his voice already trembling. Sure man, is everything okay? Jack and Liam sat on his bed together, the silence swallowing them both up. Jack almost felt like curling up into a ball. He wasn't sure why it was such a horrific feeling, almost like an impending doom waiting to devour him whole. Come on bro, you can tell me, Liam prompted. Jack hated how his friend may look at him differently afterwards. I think he started but couldn't finish the sentence. Liam looked up at him and smiled. I think I am gay. Jack didn't look at him straight away, terrified the look on his friend's face would shatter Jack's already frail heart into a million pieces. Oh, that one word opened the floodgates. Jack felt a lone tear fall down his cheek and onto the bed below him. That's cool, I guess. Liam said, looking at the floor, refusing to make eye contact with his best friend of so many years. I, uh, I need to get to practice," he said awkwardly before getting up and leaving the room. "Sure, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow then," said Jack. As Liam hastily left the room, something in Jack broke. Whether it was the crashing flood of relief or the worry that his friend wouldn't want to speak to him again was unclear. He let it all out, crying unceasingly into his pillow. The material was still damp when he awoke the next morning. He woke up feeling much better. The sun was rising above the trees and creating the most beautiful golden pattern on his front lawn. He had finally opened up to somebody. He had told his friend, a secret, that he wanted to keep hidden and he was remarkably proud of himself. One step at a time, he was battling the doubts in his head and making the best out of a bad situation. As soon as he stepped through the school gates, he knew something was off. He could feel it in the air. People were looking at him differently. He wasn't sure if he was overthinking, but when he walked into the hall where his locker was, his worst fears were confirmed. Posters were littered over the hallway with pictures of him on it. Words like gay and homo had been scribbled in red ink over them. Some had even worse words, defacing the pictures. He ran into the bathroom where he saw Liam laughing with one of the football players. They both looked at him. And smirked. How could you? shouted Jack. I think you were right, said the other football player. He's definitely crushing on you. That was the day everything went downhill for young Jack. He was bullied in more ways than one. It started off verbal, then people started posting things about him online, until finally he was jumped outside school one day. The only reason he was thinking about this all now, ten years later, was because he'd seen Liam today sitting in a fancy restaurant with a beautiful woman. She had skin of the deepest mahogany. She was beautiful. He couldn't deny that fact. He watched him kiss her, hold her hand. Jack seethed with anger that he could be so happy after what he'd done to somebody he considered such a close friend. Jack wandered home. The image of his ex-best friend and that woman was the only thing that plagued his mind. As he sat at the table, his curiosity got the best of him. He typed Liam's name into the search bar of Facebook and his heart stopped. Liam's profile picture was him kissing a woman, but it wasn't the woman from the restaurant. He smiled to himself as he realized that this was the perfect opportunity to get revenge, to compensate for years of shame and trauma. He opened the profile and found the woman's Facebook. Not only were they married, but they had two children together, He could hardly believe that the young boy he'd spent hours building Lego with had turned into somebody with such a cold heart. He ran back to the restaurant as quickly as he could and snapped some pictures of Liam and his special friend, making sure to get some of them being intimate to give better evidence to the poor woman who'd married him. He lurked around for around an hour before he'd gathered a sufficient amount of evidence to use against Liam. But he would need far more than pictures. When they left the restaurant, he approached the woman. Excuse me, miss? He asked politely, pressing the recording button on his phone. Yes, she said. She looked so happy she didn't deserve any of this. None of Liam's victims ever did. How long have you been seeing Liam? We were friends way back in high school. She smiled at the question. Around six months. We aren't official yet, but we're hoping to get there soon. Jack made some more small talk with her after, just so it didn't look suspicious. He now had auditory evidence of Liam's secret girlfriend admitting they were an item. When he got home, he began to articulate his message. He deleted sentences and reworded things hundreds of times before he was happy with the final product. The main reason for him doing this was to get revenge on the man who had ruined his life so early but this woman also deserved to know about her husband's infidelity. He attached the images and audio recording in a zip file and took a deep breath before hitting send. When he climbed into bed that night, he couldn't help but feel a pang of regret. He was splitting a couple up, but for good reason. She deserved to know and Liam deserved nothing but pain. That was something Jack had decided a long time ago. When he fell asleep, his dreams were played with the events that followed after being outed by the one person he trusted, the shouts, the stares, the purple bruises that littered his face after the first attack. This was the least that Liam deserved, especially after how he had treated Jack. He was awoken the next morning with the sun shining through the window, basking his room in a golden blanket of hope. The first thing he did was check his laptop. His breath hitched at the sight of the woman's reply. It was a rather lengthy paragraph which detailed her sadness and anger, but also her gratitude for what Jack had done for her family. He checked her Facebook page and saw that every single picture of Liam had been removed. He had done it. He'd finally gotten revenge and there we go guys that is it for the second story comment down below did you believe that one was it fake look obviously you know now that these stories were paid for and didn't actually happen but even still did you believe it or not i'll be honest it wasn't really that believable was it but that's fine you know not every story's got to be believable and to be honest it was a really good story it had me entertained the whole way through so uh yeah look it wasn't that real but i still enjoyed it however this video is not done because we have to first of all see reddit's reaction did they believe it or not let's see now once again uh zero upvotes not the best start but again it did have some traction posted it three days ago like the first story. This was removed, I'm not quite sure why on this one, but hey, it was removed. 16% upvoted, not great, six comments. This isn't a creative writing sub, amazing how many experiences you've had. Fair enough. This doesn't feel like a real story, rather fiction. It is. I felt like I was reading a fan fiction story. Are you sure this is the right place? Valid. Very, very valid. Bad move. Liam has a particular set of skills. Okay. So someone believed it. Sorry, this isn't pro revenge. It's close, but not pro. Okay. Someone else might've believed it as well. Good. Liam was a total douchebag. I mean, yeah. Two down votes from people probably saying, you know, this isn't a real story, but hey, someone bought it. At least these three people seem to have Seem to have, you know, nibbled a little bit. Again, though, I mean the upvotes here will suggest that the majority did think it was fake. And um, yeah, 16% upvoted. It's not great, is it? It really isn't great. And there we go, guys, that is gonna do it for part two in my Fiverr series. I'll be honest, although these two stories arguably were more entertaining than the first episode, which was entitled Parents, they definitely fooled fewer people, and a lot of people on R slash Pro Revenge cottoned on pretty quickly that these were not real. Guys, if you haven't seen part one, you kind of need to have watched it for this video to even make any sense. Check it out here. Subscribe up here. And also stay tuned for part three, because remember, this was six stories. We've only done four. Two more entitled parent stories are coming very soon.